Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read a page from The Wise Man's Fear and then we talk about it. This is page 843. Shaheen gestured an elegant mingling of approval and regret. Fulfilling one's duty is of the Lathani, she gave me a serious look. Remember, you have a sword and a name, but you must not hire yourself out as if you had taken the red. Vashet has explained everything to me, I said, reassurance. I will make arrangements for my sword to be returned to Hertz if I am killed. I will not teach the Katan or wear the red. Carefully attentive curiosity. But I am permitted to tell others I've studied fighting with you? Reserved agreement. You may say you have studied with us, but not that you are one of us. Of course, I said, and not that I am equal to you. Shaheen gestured content satisfaction. Then her hands shifted, and she made a small gesture of embarrassed admission. This is not entirely a gift, she said. You will be a better fighter than many barbarians. If you fight and win, the barbarians will think, Quoth studied only slightly the Adam's arts, and still he is formidable. How much more skilled must they themselves be? However, if you fight and lose, they will think, He only learned a piece of what the Adam know. The old woman's eyes twinkled ever so slightly. She gestured amusement. No matter what, our reputation thrives. This serves Ademra. I nodded, willing acceptance. It will not hurt my reputation either, I said, understatement. There was a pause in the conversation. Then Shaheen gestured solemn importance. When we spoke before, you asked me of the Rinta. Do you remember? Shaheen asked. From the corner of my eye, I saw Vashet shift uncomfortably in her seat. Suddenly excited, I nodded. I have remembered a story of such. Would you like to hear it? I gestured extreme eager interest. It is an old story, old as a demra. It is always told the same. Are you ready to hear it? Profound formality. There was a hint of ritual in her voice. I nodded again, pleading entreaty. As with all things, there are rules. I will tell this story once. After, you may not speak of it. After, you may not ask questions. Shaheen looked back and forth between Vashet and myself. Grave seriousness. Not until you have slept one thousand nights may you speak on this. Not until you have traveled one thousand miles may you ask questions. Knowing this... Are you willing to hear it? I nodded a third time, my excitement rising in me. Shaheen spoke with great formality. Once there was a great realm peopled. With the end of the page, I'm Jeremy. I'm Nick. Jordana is traveling a thousand miles before she can ask questions about this page. This is the beginning of the end of Ademra. After this page, where we get the names of the Chandrian. This next page, I should say. We go straight to the interlude, and then we zoom out for Quoth to say his goodbyes and leave Hert. Uh, but this is the final scene uh, that is diegetically set in the Demra. Mm. And if one was to put on one's crackpot theory hat, one might say that this is also the beginning of the end of a Demra because Quoth hears this story, uh, he takes it out into the world. Does he really ingest that he needs to sleep a thousand nights before speaking on it or walk a thousand miles before asking questions about it? Does the fact 
that he's telling it right now tell us something that Ademra is in some way already doomed? Who can say? Who can say? You know, we also know that the Skrail came out of the east, mm. uh, which is, you know, where the Stormwall Mountains are. Hmm. I'm sure it's not important. Yeah, I'm sure it never's uh, fine. <laughs> they're fine. <laughs> I do like this Xanatos gambit that Shaheen is describing. Either way, if people know that he trained a little bit with us, it's going to work for us no matter what the outcome of any fight he's in is. Like either way, it's going to make us look better, and it also makes Koth look better. Like it's so it truly is a win-win situation. And it lets us, the reader, know what's appropriate for Quoth to say yes. going forward. I think if we didn't have this scene, I would have been asking, like, wait, is he allowed to say that he's studied with the Adem? Or, mm. like, wait, is he a mercenary now? I think it's important to kind of set the tone. A while ago, when I was watching House of Cards, I started to become annoyed because I started to see a pattern in the way the scenes were played out. Where they would have the scenes, and the scenes would, you know, be fairly verbose, fairly complicated, a lot of politicking. Inside political baseball. Exactly. But at the end of every single scene, they would state what had had happened in the scene. They would sort of restate, okay, we have done this, this scene has done this work, and this is the new state going forward. And once I noticed it, I couldn't unnotice it. And Mm. then I had to stop watching House of Cards because I found it so annoying. But I feel like that, uh, you know, in a more elegant way, perhaps, is what's happening here where we sort of are summing up what has happened for Quoth, where he stands with the Adem, and how he can comport himself going forward. Yes. And I think it's also a nice uh, bit of elegant writing on Rothfuss' part to end the chapter. I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but he ends the chapter with the 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 names of the Chandrian. Um, also, hey, Jeremy, don't you think that having a bit of a reminder that there's power in names and names are important is uh, a good thing to have before we are told the names of the Chandrian? Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. And don't you think that it's interesting that the uh, culture that is so interested and, and uh, invested in the importance of names also has maintained the names of the Chandrian all these years? Yeah. yeah. I, I need to be absolutely clear. I do think that it is interesting and important that the Adem place such value on names. And I think that that is an echo, a distant cultural memory of a true magical capital and naming power that they once had and have now lost. Hmm. Interesting. That's right. It is interesting. It is extremely interesting. You know what else is interesting? What? I, I was asking. I, I don't, I was hoping you had an answer. Oh, um, uh 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 ah uh, shit i don't i don't i don't have nothing uh, nothing's interesting god damn that's like when someone asks you your favorite movie and then you have and you're like i've never seen a movie in my life <laughs> i uh i always go back to uh there will be blood which is probably not my favorite movie but it's like probably forever in my top five which... it's it's a good answer it's yeah. a good answer yeah yeah, my go-to answers for that are like Empire Strikes Back or Pulp Fiction because those two are always in my pulp in my top five, even if they're not like my favorite right now. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this is one of those pages where like it's kind of leading into the real meat that is going to be a lot for us to talk about, which is tomorrow's page. Yeah, although I do think that we can talk a little bit about the idea of the ritual of the story. Mm-hmm. Clearly, there's much a like reason they've it, preserved it, and there's a reason they've established this ritual around it. Yes, well, and we get the reasoning for that ritual, or at least we get the other, the characters in the frame narrative discussing the reason for that ritual in the interlude. 
But I also wonder why they preserved this. Like, why this was something that was worth... Like, I, this is why I think there's a connection between the Ademra and the Chandrian directly, because they they have a, their own word for them, uh, and they have decided that it's important... Oh, they have their own word for them. They know that they need to be killed, uh, that it's, like, good and correct to kill Chandrian, and they also have this ritual around preserving their true name. I don't have any idea what that might be, what that importance might be, but I do think that there's, like some direct relationship between Ademra and the Chandrian that probably goes back to pre-creation war. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with that. It's like they were charged with preserving the names or something like that. And everything else. Or even if they weren't, even if they weren't like charged with that, they've like, they've decided that you got to remember what dangers are really out there. So even though this knowledge is like taboo and kind of dangerous knowledge, it's also important for people to know it. I kind of get the sense that much like the story of, of Aetha and Raytha, this is a story that many ADM know. Maybe not everybody, because maybe it's like classified. But I feel like at a certain, once you've reached a certain level of like standing in your community, you're probably told this story in exactly this way. Because if they say it, the implication is that if if the names are said too often... Then the Chandrian will come the and get you. So they can't like tell everybody, right? Yeah. So and they can't be talking about this story all the time. Yeah, I think there's there's something in this that reminds me of the way they preserve the histories of the swords. Maybe that's the equivalent to what you're talking about, which is like the rite of passage to be told this story. Like the swords are kind of preserved in the same way. They go back all this time. It's just unclear to me, like who is the keeper of the story? Is it always the head of the school? Who gets the story passed to them? Do they clearly they're allowed to tell people in like times of need? Maybe if you like are yeah. a Chandrian hunter, you get told the story. Well, that what I'm saying is like I think like maybe once you reach like the first stone or something, then the leader of your school will tell you this story because I think it's important that many ADEM know it, but it's also important that they're not talking about it all the time. So you only get told it once. And you can't, once you've been told it, you can't repeat it for a really long time. But see, which I, I think is I don't think that op- is true because I'm sure that people reach the first stone more often than once every thousand days. Maybe the restrictions that Shaheen places on Quoth do not apply to her as the guardian of this knowledge in the same way that Magwin is the, the keeper of the story. But the, the restrictions like actually have a consequence, as we learned from Quoth's parents, who repeated the names too often and were slaughtered. So Yes, of course. It can't just be that Shaheen gets a pass. If the story is repeated too often, the Chandrian will come. Uh, I mean, I guess this is just a difference of interpretation that you and I have where I think... I used the first stone thing as an example. I think that this story is known by more people in the school than Shaheen. But I think that the people who do know it, uh, like it is like it is like a rite of passage. But I think that so few people reach that rite of passage in any given year or any given decade that it is not a risk to repeat it to each of those people once. Fair enough. Uh, We have a letter today, which I will read quickly because I'm eager to move on to the Chandrian rhyme itself. This is from Often Nathan, who writes on the letters channel of the Discord. Greetings, Jardanic. You recently have discussed how the Adem view modesty much differently than the barbarians. However, one of the premier examples of this was glossed over in the page's discussion when Quoth was the third visitor to Fashion's house, and she answered the door, bare-topped. Naked. Even with two visitors arriving before Quoth, she hadn't even bothered to cover up until it was time to prepare for training. 
A second unrelated note, Jeremy was right that the sword tree test is completely infuriating, and I have another log to throw onto that fire. Quoth is being tested on how he approaches the tree, what item he retrieves, and what he does with that item, and given the vague answer, there are many right choices. As you all know very well, the viewpoint of the observer can make a huge difference in how actions are interpreted. Nearly any choice could be taken with an ungracious read and be condemning, rather than show he should be admitted to the school. Although I haven't read ahead, so I don't remember if his actual actions could be misread, rather than reflect his actual intent. Signed, often Nathan. Mm, I uh, have I have two points mm-hmm. on that. Uh, the first point is we can't discount the possibility that Vashet answered the first two visitors to her house in like a Victorian nightgown with one of those little like caps with the dangly ball and a little like candle on a tray. So just bear that in mind. But also, I I agree with your your read on the sword tree test. And does that not kind of make the sword tree test a metonymy for the experience of reading this book? You can interpret it in any number of ways many of which might be equally valid and it's going to kind of be as much about what the interpreter brings to the table in terms of their own cultural assumptions as it is about what Quoth actually does. A grim way to read it is that it was actually a no-win test. We talked about this a little bit, but you could read that actually no one intended him to pass and it's just that he concocted a solution that no one could possibly mistake as a successful test. But based on how many people we know do like him and are fond of him after the fact and like not resentful that he passed, I don't think that is true. But I think that you could like in a grimmer story, you could have the school leaders all kind of collude to set up a test that he could not possibly succeed in. Uh, And then they'd have to like stubbornly and resentfully accept that. All right, well, we can't. We can't spin this negatively, so I guess we have to accept you, which I don't think is is supported by the text. All right, let's move on to the Chandrian rhyme. Chandrian rhyme. Chandrian, Chandrian rhyme. rhyme. Love to read it all the time. We'll see you tomorrow on another page of the wind.